The B-Rad Podcast is brought to you by MoFo, male optimization formula with organs to boost testosterone. Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece, mind-blowing nut butter blend, Chili Pad, temperature-controlled mattress systems, Inside Tracker, blood, DNA, and fitness tracking data all in one, and New Optimal, three nootropic supplements designed to improve focus, memory, and drive. And check out the bradkerns.com shop page, my personal selection of favorite products with great discounts for health, fitness, and peak performance. Everything on your face, all your makeup, um, there is probably you're going to more likely get more issues with things that are more directly entering your body. So like the lipstick really is something to, to watch for. Things will often market themselves as natural, but that doesn't, doesn't really mean anything. So I'm not here to convince anybody to make the changes or convince them of why they have to do this. All I can do is share what I've learned. Hey listeners, I discovered an awesome new electrolyte and triple enzyme powdered drink that's going to knock your socks off. It's called Bala Enzyme, and it comes in a convenient little pouch of bright orange powder that you pour into water for the ultimate electrolyte and antioxidant drink. It's simple, convenient, and yes, the orange tint comes from a potent serving of turmeric along with a clean and diverse assortment of enzymes and electrolytes and a perfect taste that's not fake or too sweet. Bala was created by husband and wife doctors to help their patients recover from inflammation, improve hydration, speed up recovery, even relieve joint pain, improve digestion, and boost immunity. I love their incredible devotion to product quality. There's a lot of research behind it, and I just sprinkle this packet into ice water, and it's so easy to stay hydrated because you absolutely enjoy the taste of the drink. Get their convenient little packets. They even designed it with the uh, the tear half torn so it's easy to open into the water. I love what they think of. And it comes in three exciting flavors, pineapple, lime, and berry. It's so potent, it might stain your fingers if you get it on your fingers. And yes, that's a good thing for a serving of turmeric that's that potent. It's also sugar-free, zero-carb, and promoting of the three R's, rehydrate, relieve, and revive. Please visit balaenzyme.com, B-A-L-A-E-N-Z-Y-M-E. And of course, there's a special deal for B-Rad Podcast listeners, 30% off your first order. Just use the code B-R-A-D-30 at balaenzyme.com. Hello, listeners. I welcome Melanie Avalon back to the show for another very interesting episode on a completely different topic. We talked all things fasting and dieting last time. Melanie is the host of the super popular intermittent fasting podcast, as well as the Melanie Avalon biohacking podcast. And this is cutting edge stuff with the world's leading experts. So you're going to love her show. And she shares her information on one of her areas of great interest and expertise. And that is the stuff we put on our body, skincare, cosmetics, and we are going to go deep into this extremely concerning health risk of endocrine disruptors in the detergents 
soaps, skin cares, cosmetics, lipstick. We're going to talk about deodorant and antiperspirant at length. And it's a little alarming and disturbing. I know we have a lot of stuff to think about when we're trying to clean up our act with our diet, do the right exercise, get enough sleep. And now we have to layer this on. But I've recently become extremely interested and enthusiastic about it and actually quite disturbed to realize that the same patterns are in place when it comes to uh, human skin care and personal care products as we see with the major marketing forces uh, pushing the unhealthy foods upon us and trying to claim that they're okay, don't worry about it, they're healthy. Uh, So she talks about this company that she's involved with called Beauty Counter, and I have recently become involved as well. So you're going to get like an infomercial feel towards the end, but it's really great because uh, the leading forces in this uh, movement are doing a lot of the hard work for you and scrutinizing their products very carefully. Some of the stats are pretty crazy, like uh, the amount of uh, chemicals banned by the FDA, I think it's 30, versus uh, what's commonly banned in the European community, and it's in the thousands, it's over a thousand, so much more regulation. Uh, you go to the pharmacy, go to the drugstore in Europe, and you can rest assured that you're getting uh, cleaner products with less toxins, heavy metals, all these kind of things. Let's learn all about it. Keep an open mind. Relax. Don't get overwhelmed. We're going to do the best we can here, but we're going to pay special attention to the stuff we put onto our bodies every single day. And that especially is skincare and cosmetics. Oh my gosh, I am done using antiperspirant and I'm going to go to the natural deodorants for the rest of my life. So inspired to avoid that aluminum toxicity. I also have a wonderful opportunity for you to get started with some beauty counter products. If you go to beautycounter.com slash Brad Kearns. So here we go with Melanie Avalon. Melanie Avalon of the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast is back. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad to uh, reconnect. And we have an exciting show that may meander in different directions, unlike our uh, usual tightly confined and uh, questioned themes. So we're going to have some fun today. Brad Kearns, thank you so much for having me back. I am so excited to be here. I love talking with you. You are pretty awesome. Uh, I received many emails from people saying that was the the, the time that you interviewed me, uh, which was a lengthy interview, and the questions were so uh, very well-researched and and free-flowing, and uh, people said that was the best interview I've heard you give, Brad. Uh, Also a compliment to the hostess, of course. So thank you so much. It was definitely my favorite show because you were so prepared and um, we we kind of we kind of took it deep, and it really got me thinking about myself and all those things. Like uh, it wasn't just the breezy, uh, pad answers that you often find yourself backed into a corner when they say, "So tell me about your uh, product or whatever." You know, that makes me so happy. That was such an epic show, and I I really liked it because it was about a topic that was like your forte that I am just not knowledgeable on. So that was really fun. My listeners have been loving it. So thank you. Thank you. And also uh, offline, I've, I've developed an exciting new hobby thanks to you. And that is the um, increased awareness of the crap that we put on our body, our skin, and these endocrine disruptors that are so common in the, in the consumer marketplace. Uh, so you're 
you got a lot to say about that. I would love for you to educate the audience. I know we have so many things on our to-do list for doing the right workouts and choosing these foods and avoiding these foods, but this is a huge deal. And it's really concerning to me because it's another example of how mainstream marketing, consumerism, the giant corporate uh, machines have very little concern for human health and are dispensing these products that they're telling us to uh, stick in our mouth, rub on our skin, uh, whatever, uh, wash our clothes with, and they can be a significant uh, health challenge. It's really, really shocking. Um, And I I think it's really interesting because it has such a profound potential effect on our health, on our daily experience of our lives, on our weight, on our on future generations, but we don't really think about it that much. Um, it's just so prevalent. But I, so I probably got obsessed with this concept because That's I- That's her job. That's her job, people. <laughs> I know. She goes know. deep and then reports the news to us. <laughs> I know. Um, I, the first thing I quote cleaned up in my life is probably what a lot of people first quote clean up in their life, which was my diet. Um, it was when I, cause I went low carb first and that's when I realized that the effect of like what you eat can have on your body, um, rather than just for weight loss. And then I did a paleo diet and that's when I realized, Oh, all these additives and foods mm. actually have an effect as well. Because prior to that, I was already doing low carb. I was doing intermittent fasting. So I was like, it won't make much difference if I like what's the difference between like normal keto, low carb and like paleo where you don't have these additives and these other things. And I didn't think it would make that much, that much of a difference, but it really did. Um, and that, so how did you get started with keto or paleo <laughs> or things? Uh, uh, cold Turkey, um, slap in the face from Mark Sisson in 2008, because we decided to work on this primal blueprint project together and uh, it was a it was a major. It was supposed to be a minor um, kind of uh, communication to to further some of the comments on his blog about the ancestral style eating. And of course, that goes back to um, 1988, beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. Dr. Boyd Eaton publishing a paper about the Paleolithic diets uh, around the world and, and some study of that, and realizing that hey, our ancestors ate meat, fish, fowl, eggs, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds. They were really healthy. They had better bone structure. They had larger brains. All this stuff. And then you know, it took many, many years. Uh, Lauren Cordain first published a book in 2002 about the paleo diet, and then come 2009 when our book came out, 2010, Rob Wolf's book, then this movement was starting to take hold and people were starting to actually realize um, that if we model the diet of our ancestors, it might be a good idea rather than modeling the diet of um, the the billboards and the fast food restaurants. And um, so for me, you know, I've been interested in healthy eating since I was a teenager. I was a runner. I bought the books of the day back then, like Eat to Win was a number one best-selling book about uh, healthy eating. There's another one called um, uh, Fit for Life by the Diamonds. And uh, I met them in Los Angeles and went to their house. And here's the number one best-selling authors. And they have this book where you could only eat fruit until 12 noon, and then you could start eating your proteins. And then at a certain time on the clock, and it was all this stuff was, you know, in my, in my brain for my whole adult life. But, you know, I was also training for triathlons and eating a ton of calories. And so I had a pretty healthy foundation for what we considered healthy back then. 
um, but it was a big uh, leap to ditch all grains from the diet. And that was kind of the assignment from Mark saying, you know, these grains didn't exist until 10,000 years ago. So the paleolithic diet uh, doesn't have any of this. And so I was like, uh, well, okay, what about oatmeal? <laughs> He's like, that's a grain. I'm like, what about uh, granola? Nope. Sorry. That's a grain. I had to like learn the basic of, you know, no bread, no rice, no wheat, no pasta. And so um, immediately, of course, I, I can't say that I lost 50 pounds or my skin conditions went away, but I did notice a distinct improvement in things like this uh, routine roller coaster that a lot of us live on from eating so many processed foods. And then it got parsed into different low carb and keto. And I jumped into keto in 2017. So that's, you know, eight years into eating this paleo primal style. And then, you know, for experimental purposes, uh, after talking to the, the great leaders like you've had on our show, uh, we've had on our shows, Dom D'Agostino, Tito Tia, um, now it's time to cut carbs down to 50 grams a day and start making these ketones. And that was an interesting experience for me because I realized that um, it should be considered a tool, these strict and extreme diets that an individual can try out and test out for health optimization, including carnivore, which we just talked about before we turned turned on record that um, I'm extremely fascinated by the compelling argument presented by Dr. Paul Saldino, Dr. Sean Baker, the other leaders that, you know, the most nutrient dense foods are from the animal kingdom and the plants may or may not be harming you. Uh, and everything's worth reconsidering, in including the salad as the centerpiece of a healthy diet, which we've been writing about for years. So I try to maintain an open mind, uh, resolve to think critically uh, not blanket dismiss things out of hand, which is a huge uh, risk factor for not only your credibility, but your your personal growth. And so um, I'm kind of making a very long-winded answer to your question when I'm supposed to be interviewing you, but it's, it's an ongoing journey. And now I'm going to back up and, and conclude my long-winded answer, which is if we can just clean up our diets like you described, and that means eliminate these nutrient-deficient heavily processed foods, which are the, the, the centerpiece of today's diet, we're well on our way to optimum health. And the rest of it really could be considered fine-tuning and optimization with the exception of uh, going vegan, which is um, a whole nother aside where we're eliminating most of the nutrient-dense foods. Then we have a problem. And everyone takes a breath, including Brad. I did not know that history of yours. <laughs> I learned so much just now. Um, <laughs> We are, yeah, we're very much on the same page, especially with the whole being open-minded thing. I just think that is so, so important and not, I'm just always seeking truth. And I just want to bring on all, like, or seek out all different perspectives and experiment and find what works for me. And that's just really important. So same page there. Nice. Um, but so, so going for it. Oh, and to clarify, I'm actually not keto now. Um, and I haven't been for a while, but I do intermittent fasting. Um, but in any case, I, so when I did the paleo stuff, that's when I started realizing the effects that these non-food ingredients were having mm -hmm. on our bodies. And then I got, well, a, um, uh, I was going to say a mosaic, a mosaic of a few different things happened. I got heavy metal toxicity. I was living in an apartment that had mold. Um, and carbon monoxide poisoning every time I was using the oven. So I started feeling not well. <laughs> and um, I started focusing on this concept of toxins in our body. 
And that's when I realized that our skincare and our makeup, especially as women with the makeup um, every single day is just a huge, huge source of exposure. But I, I don't know. I was still pretty casual, casual about it when I first learned about it. And it was honestly the last thing for me to actually change because I don't know. You have the products that you like, you have your makeup, you have your skincare. It doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. So I had cleaned up my diet. I cleaned up my environment, like my apartment, my air, all of that, but it was really hard for me to make the switch. But when I started looking into the research, it's, it's really, really shocking because um, if you think about it, when we're putting things on our body, like different skin, like skincare, makeup, it's granting it direct access to our bloodstream. So we're putting it on, it goes in, the compounds end up in our bloodstream. And there is, you, you touched on this, but there's essentially no regulation, um, in like by the FDA of cosmetics and skincare. Like if you, it is shocking. If you go to the FDA's website and look at their regulations, I'm paraphrasing, but they basically, I think they've banned, mm, it's not many. It's somewhere between like, it's around a dozen compounds that they've banned as being toxic. Europe has banned thousands of them. Um, so that's a big difference. And um, what the FDA says is basically, there's a paragraph about how basically they say there's not something about there not being enough evidence or conclusive evidence. And also something about how they don't really have the the time and resources to invest to it. That's like the takeaway. Um, so it's basically up to us to do the research. Um, but these compounds, one of the problems about their, whether or not they're quote toxic is the studies don't really like the toxicity studies don't usually reflect the way we're actually using them. So they'll take a compound, they'll <laughs> eat some lipstick, like on the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Did you see the Super Bowl commercial where I, um, this celebrity, I forget who it was, just took a bite of lipstick and it was uh, a commercial for Uber Eats or something. She did. And, okay. Uh, yeah. So lipstick, for example, fun fact, they did a study where they tested about a hundred different brands of lipstick and almost every single brand tested high for lead and lead, the half-life of lead in your bone, in your uh, in your body is up to 30 years. So that means when you put on some conventional lipstick, you're probably putting lead in your body 30 years later, maybe half of it is out of your body. So no big deal. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? Oh, so the, the actual toxicity studies though. So they're not that applicable to the way we use these compounds or experience them in real life because they'll look at um, they usually look at, look at them in isolated amounts. So like one toxin, it's mm -hmm. effect on a cell in vitro. Um, we are exposed to these compounds like cumulatively. So it's not just like one little exposure. Like if we're putting on every single day, we're getting that over and over and over. So it's building up. So that's not really applicable. It doesn't account for the synergistic effect. So, or, or I think it's called the cocktail effect. So some compound toxic compounds, when they interact with each other, they by themselves might not, might not be toxic, but together they can become toxic and, or by themselves, they might be a little bit toxic together. They're even more toxic. So when we're putting on 
all of these different things. Um, that's a problem. And, and like I said, these compounds can actually build up over time. So the toxicity studies aren't that helpful. Um, where I have, a, I have a lot of other thoughts, but do you have, I mean, do you have any there's thoughts? Possibly, there's possibly some special, special interest lobbying involved as there is with food, drugs, uh, you know, supplements. Anyone who's got an interest is going to try to steer things uh, in the direction they prefer. And so not only are the studies not helpful, there's, there's arguably, um, you know, we have to um, take a step back and think if they're legit or not. Yes. And I'm glad you mentioned that because so even if you look at a product and you see all the ingredients, you might think you know everything that's in there. But if you see the word fragrance, mm. the reason that is probably not there to be a fragrance, it might be. But the reason it's there politically is in the 1960s, there was an act surrounding this where they said that companies could put fragrances in to protect their trade secret um, formulas. So anything can be fragrance, anything. And they don't have to tell you. So, so that just goes out the window with, with, like, um, with what you might actually be putting on your body. Um, so it's, it's, it's really shocking. And then, um, so these actual compounds, I keep talking about these toxic compounds, they are often endocrine disruptors, which your audience may be familiar with, but basically they mess with our hormones and I know, so this actually ties into the whole diet thing. There's the whole debate in the diet world about weight gain and weight loss. And is it calories or is it other things? Um, and regardless of where you fall on that, there's a lot of really fascinating research on obesogens. Have you heard of, are you familiar with obesogens? Something that makes you fat. Oh, yes. mercy. And it, it goes outside the food, the food category. Yeah, exactly. So um, a lot of these compounds that are obesogens, they directly affect our metabolic health and they can even affect our fat cells to make us store weight, gain weight, less likely to lose, uh, less likely to gain weight or less likely, less likely to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and they often end up in our fat cells because when we take them in, our bodies register them as toxic. So to protect us, because our bodies are our friends, they shuffle them into our fat cells in the fat cells, they can mess with the metabolism of fat cells to do what I just said, where they actually make the fat cells less likely to um, to burn fat and more likely to gain fat. And they can actually make the cells, they, they create a more inflammatory state. Mm-hmm. And then the, cell, the fat cells actually can recruit more fat cells. Like it, it makes you more likely to just make even more mm-hmm. fat cells. Um, it can also... Me- fat cells aside, they also can mess with hormones like insulin, um, ghrelin, our, our hunger hormone, leptin, our satiety hormone. So you may be doing really awesome in the diet sphere um, and the exercise sphere, but if you're putting these on your body, you're, I mean, you're really shooting yourself in the foot and it's, um, it, it can be a huge hurdle for, for weight loss. Um, Dr. Kate Shanahan gives an extremely similar description to what you just offered about the refined industrial seed oils. 
they get mm. consumed and integrated into fat cells, and then they are rendered dysfunctional. In other words, they're unable to mobilize and burn. And so you tend to store this type of fat that you eat. And um, that's interesting that the non-edibles uh, have that same have that same chemical impact. But anything that interferes with healthy fat metabolism, such as being poisoned and, and what have you, uh, that's um, that's troublesome because. Like you said, if we're trying to nail our diet and exercise objectives, but we feel tired, we feel weak, we don't recover well from workouts, and we're hungry for quick energy carbohydrates because we're not good at burning fat, um, we're going to fail miserably, even with great intentions and devotion and willpower. Exactly. It reminds me of, I feel like this is a reference. Have you seen Mean Girls? Uh, a, a little. I think I've seen some scenes. It reminds me of um, the main uh, Regina George, the main mean girl in that. And she's eating this diet bar that she thinks is a diet bar, but really it's like a weight gain bar. I feel like that's what it's like. Like you, like you could be doing all the things, but you're actually sending signals for the, the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love Dr. Shanahan though, by the way, it has a very similar concept. Um, something else. And you, you're talking about like the, you mentioned the word poison, So I had a huge, huge epiphany when I interviewed Dr. Jason Fung. Have you had him on your show? No, I've uh, enjoyed his books and referenced them often. Yes. So he's, he's fabulous. Um, I brought him on my show for his book, The Cancer Code, um, for an episode on cancer, actually, which was nice because I hadn't done an episode on cancer and also he's really well known in the fasting world, but, but it was nice to kind of talk to him about a different topic. Um, but reading his book was the first time I finally understood why carcinogens create cancer. And a lot of these compounds, these endocrine disruptors are carcinogens um, and have carcinogenic properties. And the way he described it, this is like such an epiphany for me. Um, so basically Cells are in our ideal world. We have our body cells, they're functioning, they're healthy, they're great. Um, if they get damaged or if they, for whatever reason, are no longer working correctly, the body can kill them via a process called apoptosis because we don't want dysfunctioning cells hanging around. So the body normally will just like get rid of them. The problem happens when we have our cells that they get like slightly damaged. Mm. So they're not, they're not up to par. Like they're not functioning (laughs) the way they should be, but they're not damaged enough that the body gets rid of them. Instead, they're in this like gray zone. And so what they can actually do when this happens is um, kind of go rogue because they're no longer like working synergistically with the body, but the body's not getting rid of them. So that's when it's hypothesized that they can switch to, you know, glycolysis and take on their own entity, their own life and entity and do their own thing. But it's constant exposure to carcinogens. So like, just like a little bit of toxins, um, that can create this process because if the toxin were so bad that it just killed the cell, then Mm. the cell would be gone. Like it needs to kill it just enough to make it dysfunctional and make it still there. And then it can become cancerous and take on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. So when you're putting on skincare makeup with carcinogens, that, that that's what happens. Um, it's, it's, it's just ironic that 
it's like, if it were more toxic, you might not have that effect because it would just get rid of the cell, but because it's just enough, this is what results. I want to discuss the incredible benefits of red light therapy and how you can get started with Mito Red Light. Mito, like mitochondria, red light makes the premier light therapy devices in the world and at incredibly affordable prices. I stand in front of my Mito Pro 1500 unit every morning, carefully exposing my eyeballs, other important balls, and my entire body to special wavelengths of red and near infrared for red light. When I tell people about my daily devotion to red light therapy, they typically ask, does this stuff really work? And the answer is yes. And there are thousands of studies supporting its effectiveness. Here's how. It's called photobiomodulation where specific wavelengths of red and near-infrared light, red's visible, near-infrared is not visible, that's why it looks like only half of your panel's working, these wavelengths help mitochondria in cells throughout your body produce more energy and clear waste products more efficiently. Red light exposure helps mobilize nitric oxide trapped in the mitochondria and allows oxygen to return to the cell and increase ATP production. The the benefits are proven again and again for skin health, muscle recovery, joint pain, and numerous inflammatory conditions. Red light therapy is also beneficial for circadian rhythm alignment because we generally get far too little direct sunlight and too much indoor blue light from screens and light bulbs at the wrong times. You don't hear much about this benefit of red light therapy, but when I turn on those lights, first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I walk across the hall, I stand in front of the panels, and I feel instantly awake and energized. And believe me, there's a lot of days where Mr. Health Guy here wakes up feeling a little groggy and a little whiny, like I don't want to right get up now and get into my morning exercise routine. But when I stand in front of the lights, in one minute, I swear I feel wide awake. I get all that grogginess out naturally. It's super powerful, super effective, besides all the healing and the cellular benefits. I also love it for being a natural wake-up machine. You have to try red light therapy. I am certain that you will become a devoted user. And guess what? Mito Red Light offers a 60-day no-risk trial period and a special 5% discount for BRAD podcast listeners. Just visit mitoredlight, M-I-T-O, redlight.com, and use the code BRAD on any of their products. Go for it today and get started on your red light journey. Hey, I want to tell you about Schwank Grills. This is a revolutionary portable gas infrared grill that uses the exact same heating technology as the world's best steakhouses. You heat up to 1500 degrees Fahrenheit to grill the juiciest steak you've ever tasted in as little as three minutes. Can you believe it? That's right. You do not have to go to those crowded, noisy, super overpriced steakhouses anymore when you have the same technology in your backyard. And the Schwank portable infrared grill is not just for steak. You can make chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, lobster, vegetables. I make salmon in three minutes. They even have a pizza stone accessory. I want you to visit their very informative and mouth-watering website at schwankgrills.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-N-K.
Everything you cook, faster, juicier. The speed is so important, so convenient. Uh, there's a drip tray on the bottom, so you let the juices drip down. I love the bison burger, the venison burgers. That's my game. And then you can add a mixture of butter, spices, whatever you want, into the tray. Pour it back onto your meat or your salmon for a huge improvement in flavor. Are you getting hungry? I am. <laughs> Let's go to schwankgrills.com, S-C-H-W-A-N-K, grills.com, and up your home cooking game. This is a one-of-a-kind grill. I have a great discount code for you, of course. It's BRAD150 to save $150 off your purchase of a Schwank grill. So. Yeah, I guess that's the difference between acute illness and lifelong slide into accelerated aging demise disease through mild, um, you know, poisoning and uh, adverse health practices chipping away at it a daily basis rather than, um, you know, if you eat some bad food, you get food poisoning, you're in bed, your, your, your system is turned upside down. And then three days later, you're okay. Yeah. That's a brilliant analogy. Exactly. Okay. So <laughs> you talk a little bit about lipstick and let's get into all the categories that we need to watch out for and maybe some, um, some do's and don'ts. Yeah. So um, really anything that you put on your body has the potential for this issue. So for the ladies, everything on your face, all your makeup, um, there is probably you're going to more likely get more issues with things that are more directly entering your body. So like the lipstick really is something to, to wash for. Um, but anything going on you is the potential for that. Um, and then like, like skin cleansers, lotions, your entire routine, that's a problem. <laughs> um, deodorant is huge, huge, huge. I, I bet a lot of people are, I feel like the one skincare thing that people are becoming more aware about in general, like the normal public is um, the normal public. I'm not <laughs> like people who are not normally obsessed. The average with this health stuff. enthusiast, yes, not the extreme yes. biohacker. Yes. We gotcha. Yes, um, would be aluminum and deodorant. So getting aluminum. Uh, well, there's free. antiperspirant and deodorant, and the antiperspirant is oh, what sorry. stops the sweating, and that has the aluminum. I'd love to know how bad that is because I'm. I'm kind of like, I make a half-hearted attempt to try out the natural products and then um, then I'm traveling and I get the little travel size of Secret or whatever, the, the, you know, the, the consumer, um, the, the mainstream brand. And so I need to up my game in this area as well. Yeah, I've um, there's a lot of clinical, clinical literature on the toxicity of aluminum. And um, I, I, I think it's a huge, huge issue, especially something as well. Oh, this is so sad. So for ladies, um, when we have children, there's actually a huge detox process that happens where um, we actually lose a lot of our toxic burden through the placenta and it goes into the newborn. So if like with these compounds being built up on our skin over time and in our system, um, if you have a baby, you actually shuttle them into the newborn, which is really shocking. And aluminum would be one there. Um, also just, if you just think about it, I feel like we sweat for a reason. And so <laughs> aluminum works by physically blocking our, our sweat ducts. I just don't, I just like from a, 
very, um, just thinking about it normally, it doesn't seem like the, it's, it's not working in, uh, it's not on, it's not, what's the word? It's like not working. It's not supporting our body the way our body is. Yeah. It's to like work. a, uh, you know, a drug uh, stopping inflammation. Your, your, your pain goes away, but you've just overrided the natural, uh, inflammatory processes that the body needs to work through in favor of getting some instant relief and at the expense of, um, there's always a long-term consequence. There's a side effect with every single drug, an adverse side effect. And so I suppose that's the same for, um, you know, chemicaling up for the busy day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, I made the switch. That was one of the first things I switched was the, the deodorant. Um, it actually, it wasn't that bad once I was on the, the flip side of the <laughs> you, transition. You broke through to the other side. Yeah. 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 There is sort of like a, I don't know if it's, it's not like a withdrawal, but it, it, it there is like a transition phase. Um, interestingly, I like, I, I follow a very non-processed diet, um, and a very clean lifestyle and environment. And I don't normally get body odor, but if I have some sort of it doesn't happen very often, but if I, for some reason have something that has a lot of ingredients in it, I actually, I will, which is very telling to me. Um, it happens like when I, <laughs> for, when I, um, if I get sick mm. and I have to have, and I have a lot of like conventional cough drops or something, I will uh-huh. actually start getting body odor, which is really interesting. I don't know if I'm just like, so my body's just like, so ready to yeah. shoot stuff out of my your skin is, detox. is detoxing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but back to your question. So the makeup, the skin, the deodorant, um, the, the hair products, that's huge. So shampoo and conditioner and, um, and these ingredients a really, really helpful resource for people is the EWG. If they're not familiar with that and there's the EWG has a, a skincare, like a skin database. Um, I, I could have to look What's up that stand I guess, for, um, environmental working group. Mm. So they go through and they rate the toxicity of well, pretty much every compound you can think of, um, not just skincare, like for everything. So it, it, it's a great resource for cleaning products. Um, anything where you're want to look up oh, food, any, anywhere you want to look up ingredients, but they have a specific database for skincare and makeup products. And they will rate the toxicity of all the ingredients and give it a rating. Yeah. Between like one and is it one and seven, one and seven or one and eight. Um, so that's a really, really good resource for listeners to, you know, check out their, their current products. And, and what I suggest doing, cause it's really overwhelming. Like I said, it was literally the last thing I switched over because I was overwhelmed. I had the products that I knew worked. Um, but I just one by one, as I would run out of something, I mm. would not not get the same one again. Um, something though, something that's a little bit that can make it even harder though is I remember when I first sat down, I was like, okay, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna I'm gonna like do this, and I would go to the makeup store um, or Ulta or Sephora, and I would look through all the different things and it can be confusing for a few different reasons. One things will often market themselves as natural, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't, doesn't really mean anything. Um, and natural isn't always safe. Mm. Um, (laughs) 
right. so natural uh, risen from the right one of the most deadly poisons known to mankind is from rice right exactly Whatever. or like snake venom you're not gonna that's natural right. but you're right. not gonna right i mean it seems to me that if you look on the ingredient label and you can understand what they're the ingredients rather than a bunch of chemicals that's probably a step in the right direction yeah yeah well yes but then also um synthetic compounds can be safe mm-hmm. so that's that's why it can be really confusing but that's why the the ewg app is really helpful in that regards um but on top of that i think something that's really huge is going back to the heavy metals so like i said li- lipstick is really high in lead that's the heavy metals is something that's not going to be on the on the label so so that's upsetting and um back to the makeup world right that's just a chemical uh the, the chemical nature of the makeup whatever the the ingredient is called has lead in it yes right and so. and many natural mm. foundations for women are powders and because they're quote natural they're using these natural powders that are are high in lead um so natural makeup can often be or are or, or lead and other heavy metals mm-hmm. um so that that contamination issue is a whole problem so that's why you have to find brands that test for heavy metals mm-hmm. um so so yeah it's uh, some of these actual compounds that you might see commonly are things like parabens um those are pretty common uh, they're used as preservatives in a lot of skincare and cosmetics um phthalates are pretty common there's and these there's are toxic whole... yes yeah these are things you want to avoid i, I know they're most of the candles are made out of parabens, which you do not want that um, air burning in your room. Yes, yes, I am. Um, Paraben-free candles, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't do candles anymore. My mom, for Christmas, my mom gave me, or no, for my birthday, she gave me this happy birthday candle. And she was like, I know you don't like candles, but it smells... <laughs> She's like, it, it smells, smells like wonderful, like root beer. Yeah. It smells like birthday cake. And I was like, thanks, mom. And then I gave it away to somebody else. Um, but yeah, so the these compounds are um very, very prevalent. And there's just there's so many of them. That's why rather than memorizing a laundry list, um, I think it's really helpful to, to use something like the EWG and look them up. Um, but it, you'll you'll get familiar as you start looking and you you'll be able to kind of like you were saying earlier, you get a sense of what is um in the right direction Mm. but yeah it seems like uh antiperspirant and deodorant is a huge category because you're applying every single day a a fairly large amount to an extremely porous area of the skin obviously that's where we we sweat and um uh, release uh, special chemicals and whatnot um so as i understand it like the antiperspirant is the chemical intervention so that you actually don't sweat you don't accumulate moisture and the deodorant is to uh, mask the smell but you're going to feel different when you use a deodorant versus an antiperspirant and i sometimes appreciate that dry uh sensation if i'm wearing a dress shirt or something um and so that's kind of like my my justification but if it's that unhealthy i guess we should put that high up in the rankings and again, you, you said you were overwhelmed at one point, which is such a uh, important uh, thought to appreciate. And when we're trying to get compliance and people motivated and psyched to march forward and take control of their health, um, we can't overwhelm them. But we do want to put these thoughts out for consideration. And I'm going to 
in this show, uh, going through my my various supplies and and toss out the ones that are antiperspirant. Hey, listeners, you probably heard of Paleo Valley, the major player in the sustainable, carefully sourced, mindfully crafted, nutrient-rich, ancestral-inspired health products. And I want to talk to you about Paleo Valley Beef Sticks, an incredibly clever, healthy, and tasty protein snack on the go. These single-serving beef sticks are something you can grab and travel with super conveniently, and it's the only beef stick I've ever had in my life that actually tastes good. I'm just not a big fan, right, of the gas station stuff, but this stuff is absolutely the highest quality from 100% grass-fed and grassed finish sourced from small domestic farms in the United States. Even the spices are completely real and organic, unlike all the flavorings that's added to your typical commercial product in this category. The paleo Valley beef sticks are also fermented with great care to give you probiotic benefits as well as temperature stability. It's a nutritional powerhouse with omega-3s, glutathione, conjugated linoleic acid, CLA, and highly bioavailable protein. You can indeed trust Paleo Valley as an accessible family company with a total commitment across all products to the absolute highest quality standards, the best raw materials, no cutting corners, conscientious processing and manufacturing, and a passion for not only health, but environmental restoration and animal welfare. Please go over and visit paleovalley.com. Try some beef sticks, try all the other cool stuff that they offer that you might like, and enjoy a fabulous discount as a podcast listener. 15% off your order forever. The code is BRAD15. Paleovalley.com. Use that code, Brad15. Yeah. And so um, there are like not, well, there are non aluminum forms of antiperspirants. So ingredient companies will use ingredients that will have a drying effect mm. um, without the aluminum. And so it's really, there's a lot of different ones on the market. So there's a lot of different ones. And I find it really interesting that, you know, different one, like different quote, natural safe ones tend to work for different people. Like, I don't know why that is like, it, cause this is something I've thought about before. I'm like, in theory, if, if it, I feel like there should be one that works like really well for everybody just based mm-hmm. on the science of it. But people tend for seemingly tend to react differently to different um, non-aluminum deodorant mm. versions. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like, I, I don't know if, can we talk about brands on here? Like I, we might lose some sponsorship, but it's worth <laughs> it. I don't want any garbage sponsors on this show. No way. Um, so a lot of people use native. I know that one's good. I love green tidings. That's actually what I use. And then I love beauty counter. They have a good one as well. Um, these are deodorants you're talking about right mm-hmm. now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Green tidings is the one I, uh, use most consistently. Dang. You go to trade show like paleo FX. And I came home with a ton of choices. Like these are emerging markets now. And it's really cool to see these uh, generally the small operators are, are, are coming into the mix and providing an incredible alternative to toothpaste. I think maybe we should cover that one next. Cause that's another huge category where we're putting stuff in our mouth and I've heard or read some, you know, quick offhanded comments about um, taking the regular toothpaste, taking regular mouthwash, and this can have an adverse effect on your gut health and on your uh, immune function in your mouth and all these things. We think we're killing germs in our mouth, but we're actually kind of compromising the, um, the, the, uh, the, the, the microbiome accordingly. Yeah. Um, 
fascinating that you bring that up. I've I'm really fascinated by the oral microbiome and actually a company reached out to me. I'll have to connect to you if you're interested. A company reached out to me last week um, and they do oral microbiome tests, um, which is, I'm very excited about that. Um, and they, they said their focus is going to be, cause they're a new company, but their focus is a lot of what you just said, the, the role of our actual mouth care and how it affects things. And yeah, in general, um, those, you know, the alcohol and the mouthwashes and the conventional toothpaste, I think can have a pretty negative effect on our, our oral microbiome. Um, so yeah, that's a whole overwhelming rabbit hole as well. Um, but I will say just cause I, like we said, it could be overwhelming. I really encourage listeners to, um, Cause what I, what I did at the very beginning was I was like individually researching every single product mm. and trying to find alternatives. And it was really overwhelming. If you can find one or two go-to brands that you trust the brand, then that really helps with, um, making this, this shift. Um, especially with things like, cause we were mentioning things like the heavy metals, like that, like that's something that is not, you're not even going to be able to figure out yourself unless you know that the brand tests for heavy metals. So the majority of what I use is beauty counter, which I mentioned, they do make a deodorant. Um, but they were founded on a mission. So the founder of the company, um, it was her, either her friend, somebody that she knew, I don't know if it was her friend or a sister or somebody, um, had a miscarriage and she started doing the research on endocrine receptors and how they relate to fertility and miscarriages. And that's when she realized the overwhelming toxic burden of our skincare and makeup and realized that there wasn't really any company that was really paying attention to this. And then on top of that, um, she really needed a, like, like, like I mentioned before, like the natural confusion, like a lot of the approaches to this are just to make these quote natural products mm. that they might not even work that well. So the, what I love about beauty counter is they, they don't care if it's all natural. It's all just about testing for safety. So they have their list of 1300 different ingredients that will never be in their products that have, that are common in normal skincare and makeup. Um, but then on top of that, they, they will have like, uh, they'll have, what's the word? I keep using the word. Um, they'll have, um, compounds that aren't quote natural because it's just about the the safety. Mm -hmm. So everything is tested to be safe. They actually test every product six times for heavy metals. So that really spoke to my heart. Um, and then on top of that, the products just really, really work and they're really good quality. So like the makeup, which was the hardest thing for me to switch over. Mm -hmm. Um, Tina Fey hosted the golden globes in 20, was it 2021 or 2020, one of those years. And she wore all beauty counter makeup as the host. So like the, so ladies, the makeup is high definition camera, high camera mm -hmm. definition ready. Um, so yeah, so I just like trust them as a brand and I was able to switch over everything, shampoo, conditioner, makeup, all the things. Um, if they don't have a product that I want or still need, then I go and there are a few other different um, brands that I will use. I like Thrive Cosmetics a lot. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that helps with the overwhelmingness at least a little bit. But um, I do think it's just up to us as consumers to make change here because we can't rely on companies or government agencies to take care of our health. 
Um, oh my gosh, that's so re- relatable to other things too, like food and finding some trusted brands. And uh, you know, you and I live and breathe this stuff, so I have the opportunity to go and dig into some of these food manufacturers and ask them a few innocent questions. A lot of times, it's by email, and the response I get. A lot of times, it's lame-o city, and I know right away you guys don't give a crap, and they're they're trying to blow someone off, and then. Um, you know, on many occasions, cause I'm also picking something that seems good and I want to know more, they will pounce with a wonderfully, uh, detailed response to a single consumer about how passionate they are about sourcing the finest, uh, bean to bar original, you know, from the farmers in Ecuador and they roast the product themselves and everything's clean. And, uh, they're so happy that I reached out and contacted them. And those are the kind of people that, you know, we want to support with our consumer choices, um, same for, you know, Whole Foods Market. I, I talk about them a lot on 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 the show because um, it's great. It's the wonderful you know evolution in in uh, in the supermarket world over decades. Uh, but they pass themselves off as everything in the store is super duper healthy and and clean. And they have canola oil prevalent in their hot bar. They sell it on the shelves. They have products containing canola oil, and so you wonder like well, where are you going to draw this line? And I want you to draw it further out, even at the expense of profit, but you're getting a starting point by going into a healthy natural food supermarket, but then you have to go all the way to the finish line and scrutinize your choices, especially when they become habitual. And that's my big one. It's like I was buying Paul Newman's red wine and olive oil salad dressing for probably 15 years because it tasted great. And it was made with red wine and olive oil. And I never once uh, got my reading glasses out and looked on the back of the label where it had the ingredients listed. And it said, um, canola and or cottonseed oil, comma, olive oil, comma, red wine, vinegar, whatever. And so not only they couldn't specify which one, because I guess whichever one was cheaper that came in the big vats that were shipped to the manufacturing plant, uh, but it, it predominated over whatever olive oil they they sprinkled in there to have prominently on the front of the label. And you're like, why could they even, how can they even be allowed to put that on the front of a label? And same with, you know, the other examples in, in the supermarket. So, um, this is exciting to kind of branch that thinking out into a whole nother realm. And when you listen to your show, the the commercial for Beauty Counter, you can't even tell it's a commercial because you talk so eloquently and maybe it's longer than your average commercial, but you learn so much in that commercial message. And it got me inspired to, to talk to you, even though I'm not a cosmetics person. I, I think my drawer is like, <laughs> you know, um, let's see, there's a toothbrush, there's some toothpaste. Um, I don't even have a comb. I use my fingers, as, as you can tell if you're watching on YouTube. And I, I have very little that I put on my body besides Dr. Bronner's and a couple other things. Um, but, you know, I've become recently interested in improving my skincare because uh, mostly I look fit and healthy. And then it's like, geez, I got a lot of wrinkles too. Maybe I should, you know, get into this world. And you sent me some amazing samples. It felt so good to put on my skin. And then I started learning more about, you know, if you were to go down to the store and buy a facial serum or, um, you know, something that even men are interested in, you could get whapped. And we haven't talked about this yet, but um, the endocrine disruptor umbrella also includes these estrogenic compounds, which are extremely disturbing to male hormone health. And that's why we have these amazing 
testosterone decline stats that I referenced with my, my MOFO mission, where um, the average male testosterone level has declined at a rate of 1% per year since the 80s. So oh, wow. that means your dad at the age of 53 had way more testosterone than you listener at the age of 53 or 43. I'm not talking about the decline every year. We, we drop a little bit in our hormones. I'm talking about average to average. So the 37 year old back in the eighties had way more testosterone than today's 37 year old. And it's just, you know, an extremely accelerated decline for a lot of reasons. One of them being these estrogenic compounds in the environment, especially stuff that goes on our skin. So much, so much there. Um, I do the exact same thing with emailing the companies about the thing. And sometimes it's really funny because I sometimes I'll get completely different answers. Like there, there's this one product I got and it said it had natural flavor. And I emailed them on two different occasions, maybe a week apart. And I got completely different answers about what it was. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe that was their, the, the second batch they ran was something different. <laughs> I, I think they just made it up, honestly. Mm. Um, but um, um, uh, so but yeah, so many things that you touched on the, the estrogenic effects, I think are really, really a huge problem. Um, I, I, I want to ask a question, but it's, it's a really big rabbit hole. Do you, how do you feel about, um, like soy natural, so natural phytoestrogenic compounds like whole soy? I'm so excited to introduce you to Paluva. This is a new zero-drop minimalist shoe with the distinctive five-toe design from my main man, Mark Sisson. Paluvas give you the most authentic barefoot-style experience, but with sufficient cushioning so you can use them for all manner of daily movement, especially walking and many other fitness and athletic activities. Paluvas are also incredibly stylish, so you get a barefoot shoe that you're not embarrassed to wear around in daily life. It's been so cool to see the popularity of minimalist shoes grow over the recent years, but Paluvas are a step ahead of every other zero-drop wide-box shoe because of the critical feature of individual five-toe articulation, a separate slot for each of your toes. This allows for correct dynamic movement of the foot through the walking or running stride, which is impossible when your toes are encased into a single box, even a wide box. Well, you might know that minimalist shoes have faced controversy in recent years for causing injuries from inappropriate use. So here is the big picture mission. We want to get you walking in paluvas, living in your paluvas, going barefoot in your home or other safe areas as often as possible. Go ahead and use your specialized cushiony running shoes or your basketball shoes, work boots, high heels, things that you want to wear when you want to wear them, but wear your Paluvas as much as possible to reawaken the natural functionality of the human foot to stand, walk, run, and perform. Do you want to try a pair? I'm certain that when you put them on and walk around, you are going to quickly realize that these are the most comfortable, natural shoes that you've ever worn. They are designed to feel like you're, quote, walking barefoot on a putting green please visit paluva.com, that's P-E-L-U-V-A, and use the code BRADPODCAST and get 10% off your first pair. Paluvas, let your feet be feet. 
Greetings, my fitness-minded listeners. I want to acquaint you with the Primal Fitness Expert Certification Program, the most comprehensive home study multimedia fitness education course in the world. If you want to enhance your personal knowledge of all aspects of leading a healthy, active, fit lifestyle, this total immersion course will be life-changing. I'm the lead instructor and author of the course, and we have 14 chapters of extensive written content with over 100 accompanying videos covering topics such as general everyday movement, including micro-workouts and dynamic workstation tips, the full experience of gym-based strength training and all the different modalities, a complete presentation on all aspects of sprinting, both running and low-impact options, an assortment of high-intensity interval training and high-intensity repeat training strategies, a detailed education on the principles and practical application of aerobic endurance training, and extensive commentary, the most you will find in any publication, on all aspects and symptoms of overtraining and burnout. We even have fascinating peripheral topics like integrating nasal diaphragmatic breathing, dynamic stretching, injury prevention, and developing a peak performance mindset. It's really something, this course. We went all out for over two years with a great team to develop this amazing home-based fitness education for you. And you get one-on-one expert email support and private Facebook group connection throughout your studies to ensure that you absorb everything optimally and you pass your series of exams and get certified. So go to primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad to enjoy a very special limited time. And I'm not kidding. This is a big time discount just for you. 25% off your tuition. A fantastic premium offer at primalhealthcoach.com slash Brad for the most comprehensive fitness course you can ever find. Uh, well, I know the things that are fermented are reducing a lot of the offenses that you might read about from the soy family. Soy and flax are 200 times more estrogenic compounds than any other food. And we know flaxseed oil is a popular supplement, flax seeds to sprinkle on your salad, and then the many foods made with soy, especially, um, uh, you know, as an additive uh, to, as an agent in food, uh, you know, nutritional supplements and whatever packaged box frozen food. And so it's something that um, I've tried to stay away from, but I, I do have a, a small understanding that certain types of fermented soy can be uh, non-offensive. Yeah, I um that that was pretty much my approach. Um soy is just so well, soy is probably is also common in skincare makeup. It's so prevalent. Um and it's I think it is it the most genetically modified crop. It yeah, it's is like ninety nine percent of soy people yeah. is GMO. And so if you're getting something with soy, soybean, soybean oil, you're into the um the GMO category. Yeah, And, um, you know, if you don't care about any of this, you're probably still not listening right now, but it's interesting as I just had a thought pop in my head, like I don't feel bad when I put antiperspirant on, I don't feel bad when I have, um, you know, a, a, a tofu meal that I used to eat a ton of back, you know, back when I thought I was eating healthy. Um, and so it really takes kind of a leap of consciousness to make this informed choice that we're going to do this for the sake of, let's say, our longevity rather than an instant payoff. And um, that that part, I'm going to ask you a question here too. Like, 
I find that's a sticking point for a lot of my everyday, what'd you call them? Regular people or something? Regular citizens? Yeah. There's like not a word for like non really intense people. (laughs) Right. I mean, people are really busy and I love interacting with, let's say my old friends where I'm not on stage with a microphone, thereby getting a, you know, uh, immediate um, characterization of the interaction where people are there to listen to me and sit in the chair. Um, So it's more like I got to get two cents in when I'm talking with my um, animated five old friends that each like to talk and then, you know, throw some darts in there if they ask me about health matters or diet or exercise or whatever and see what sticks. And you realize a lot of time people will make a dismissive comment. They'll say, I've been doing this my whole life. Uh, They'll say, well, it it sure tastes good. So I I still love Ben and Jerry's, even if they put uh, refined industrial seed oils on some of their uh, some of their flavors, which is so shocking because these brands try to convey this hippy trippy, natural, wholesome image, and then they stick it to you. So they don't really care. Um, same with the, you know, the cosmetics you talked about the people touting their natural, uh, foundation that's heavy and lead because they didn't test it. Wait, what, what's the question in there? Yes. No, yeah. Okay. You, you, um, you, okay. you take over. We're, we're, we're not doing Q and a, we're okay. just doing like the Brad well, and you said, Melanie you, you set it up. You set it up by saying, you set it up by saying that it made you think of a question. So I was oh like, yeah, that's right. The question is like, do you see this? I mean, obviously you have a, you have a goal of uh, influencing people, sharing information, being a, mm-hmm. a, a voice and what's effective. And then where do you see people getting uh, glitched up for whatever reason? And not going to town if it's, you know, um, a friend, family member, uh, listener, person you randomly meet on the airplane flight, whatever. Okay, got it. <laughs> um, well, well, first of all, to that point, this kind of um, this goes back to what you're saying about the way I talk about it on my shows and the quote advertisements. Um, I'm like, I'm not trying to, to sell this to anybody. I, I just find issues that I'm really obsessed with. And I just have to tell people because I, I learn about this and I'm like, this is so important. And this is so life-changing for me. Like people need to know this. And I honestly think because the processed food industry, um, for example, is a, a huge issue, but I think there's a lot of, there's a lot more awareness surrounding it. Like, Mm. like things are, I think the tides are turning, like, especially even whole foods. And we talked about like it has its problems, but at least there's like a a general awareness of the issue um, with the skincare and makeup, I would say, I mean, I think it's just as bad, but we just don't realize it because there's just no education surrounding it. Um, and then it is like you said, you, you might not immediately feel the effects. It's, it's a long-term chronic effect that it's having on your body mm. that is going to create health issues down the line, um, add to your toxic burden. Um, so it, it, it's something that's really hard to measure. Yeah. Like you said, it's not like I'm not going to like put on some, put on some foundation and then be like, Oh, I feel so sick. Mm. Um, I'm tired. I, mean, I don't feel like going out now. <laughs> yeah. I know. So, um, it can be really, really hard. And I, I think this is, n- this is not the answer that you're probably looking for. Um, but I, I personally, I, I don't want to take on the responsibility of changing anybody. Um, I, I, I just don't like, I, (laughs) so I'm not here to convince anybody to 
make the changes or convince them of why they have to do this. Um, All I can do is share what I've learned, which is like, this is the information. Um, Again, it, it might not be something that you notice right now with the health effects, but it, at least from what I've researched and what I've seen, it is something that is going to affect you mm. long-term and your children, future generations for all the things that we just talked about. So um, that I, that's not that helpful, but um, I think that could be the secret right there is that you, you know, you have to wait till someone's ready to receive the message. And if you start to um, try to hack that, uh, that reality um, you're going to get pushed back. And I think that's just the way human nature is. Uh, Mark Manson talks about how difficult it is to change someone's mind and how rarely it happens. And so we waste a lot of time arguing um, just for the, the sake of doing it and whatever the, the strange payoff that we get for uh, you know soapboxing our views on politics, COVID-19, uh, healthy eating, uh, use of cosmetics. Um, but if you if you experience that initial resistance or repeat resistance, if it's coming with family, friends, people you interact with a lot, you're just you're just digging a hole and wasting your energy. And I've had to learn that lesson over the years because I'm so enthusiastic about this stuff and so excited, and I want everybody to um, to you know to to get on the journey here. Uh, but not if you're not ready. Then then we're you know we're we're not getting out of the train station, which is fine. Exactly. And I think that's why I love podcasting because it's not like I'm showing up talking to somebody and trying to convince them of something. I'm just, I'm just like learning and Mm -hmm. interviewing people and sharing that information and people who want to listen can. And so I just, I think it's wonderful. And then, um, as I, there, I do passive aggressively try to get this into people's lives by like skincare makeup is makes the most amazing gifts. So basically the gifts people get from me is like all beauty counter all the time. Right on. um, Yeah. Cause then it's, yeah. Then they want it. And then they experience, I think it's really important for people to realize, I think there's a lot of fear that, you know, what they're doing is working with their products. So, you know, switching might not work, but once you get really good quality stuff that really works and is amazing in their hands and it's safe, it's easier to like the uh, the gateway drug but it's easier to keep going with it so uh so i'm um i'm i'm interested in it because it's it, it's so new to me I'm, I'm trying some of these products that you generously sent me and i'm i'm gonna get involved with this company because um it is a rare uh kind of uh distinction to see this level of testing going beyond even what's banned in Europe, but that distinction between the FDA and what's routine and customary in Europe, where they're doing a much better job protecting their citizenry. Um, we at least want to get to that standard. So you can either go look around and shop for some beauty counter stuff or go on a trip to Europe and stock up on every little cosmetic thing that you need and, and feel more comfortable flying home with your, uh, with your carry-on bag. But um, maybe just tell us a little more about um, what kind of offerings they have, what you like to use, what you've seen from your uh, listeners and followers that's really been a, a transformation. Sure. I love this. I love talking about She's things. She's getting teed up, people. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's an infomercial, um, right? I know. No, I love this stuff so much. Um, so I started, this is, it's kind of funny. I started just with the makeup, um, not the skincare 
lines. I was like, I'm just going to do the makeup. I'm going to slowly switch over. Um, so I was obsessed. So they have, and ladies, they have, um, they have everything. So amazing foundation, tons of shades that their new mascara, get their new mascara. It is my favorite. I I'm the type historically that has to combine multiple mascaras. This is a lot of girl talk brands. I'm just, you can just zone out a little bit. Combinations Um, are important. Yes. So yes. Um, there was never one mascara that would do all the things I wanted. I had to combine different mascaras. Their new think big mascara is amazing. Their old one. I still had to combine, but their new one, get it. Think big mascara, um, their lipstick, their eyeshadows, all of that. But the funny thing about the skincare is I, so I was so sold on trusting their mission and their ingredients. So I wasn't actually using the skincare products um, because I, prior to this, I was like, oh, I don't want any skincare products. I'll just use Castile soap, take off my makeup mm. and be done. Um, that's really what I was doing. Um, but I was like, I know other people want stuff and I trust this company. So I'll send samples. So I started giving samples to people and people and talking about it and people would um, report back. And I was like, oh, I got to start trying stuff because people were <laughs> saying how amazing it was. So then I started trying my own samples and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, so they have an overnight resurfacing peel that's incredible. It's basically going to give you the anti-aging benefits of those really pricey peels that people go get done that are full of toxic ingredients and are probably not doing good things to your skin. It's like the safe way to do that. So I what kind of peel way. are you talking about? They, they go so to a treatment center and what are they doing to the skin? Cause I've, I've heard of it and I've seen people had... come back with shiny skin, but I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. I haven't, well, I haven't done any of the, the chemical peels, but I know it's a very intense process and the ingredients are no bueno. So it's super popular, right? I mean, this is, is very common, popular. It's yeah. very popular. Yeah. Um, so that's why they created their overnight resurfacing peel, which just a, um, you don't peel off anything. It's just a, like a cream or a gel, like a gel cream, but it has ingredients in it that are going to create that cellular turnover effect. So it's incredible. What's the cellular turnover effect, overnight cellular turnover effect with your skin? Wait, what? That, what? That's what it does. What is it? What does that mean? What is, oh, so, cause your skin, so that your, your skin cells in your face um, are constantly renewing and they have a, a timeline for, <laughs> they have a timeline for being renewed. And when you increase that cellular turnover, that's when you can get that young, glowing, new skin look. Mm. And so there are certain compounds that can increase that. It um, and you'll you, you'll feel it. It has like a, I can't really describe it, but you'll feel, you feel stuff happening. Um, uh, the, the 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 um, what's the word? The the effect that I got from it was um, when I the most amazing skin I had was when I was in my high pineapple diet phase. Like I was eating so much pineapple, which is really, really high in an enzyme called bromelain, um, that can help just so many things in your body. But I really noticed the effect of my skin when I, when I was eating a lot of pineapple, mm-hmm. I'm not eating a lot of pineapple now. Um, cause I'm doing slightly lower carb in the fruit world. I'm still high carb, but I'm not doing this, the pineapple because um, the sugar, um, the overnight resurfacing field. That's what we're talking about. This has that. It, it was the first thing that kind of gave me that effect. 
which is really exciting. Um, there, you tried their vitamin C serum, I believe, right? Yeah. I should say, I I only got interested in this stuff, um, maybe a couple of years ago, because I heard Ben Greenfield talking on and on about his wonderful, uh, skin serum that he designed with experts and was selling on Keon. And so I said, okay, Ben, I'll try this stuff. And um, I had no idea the cost of some of these things. So for like $65 for a small bottle, I could not believe it, but I, I, you know, I gave it a shot and it felt great for putting something on my skin for the first time in my adult life, in my whole life. And, you know, doing this nightly regimen, it really felt like it worked and I was doing something um, that was, you know, nourishing rather than just kind of running dry usually because I, I go in the spa so much and, um, or, or, or the lake and, you know, you come out and you just, your skin can, tends to dry up. Uh, so I was hooked on his product and then they discontinued it. And then you stepped into the rescue and, um, the, the product that you sent me, you, you just named it. Was it the vitamin C? Um, it's their all bright C serum. Yeah. It's just, it's so fantastic. I feel great. And so I want to talk to the the male listeners here, like get into your skincare a little bit. I'm not about to go wearing lipstick or putting on foundation, but this thing has become, you know, a, a regular key element of my routine. And I'm really glad to, I, I think I'm doing my skin a solid and um, we're going to check back like in a year to see if my, my wrinkles have entirely disappeared. Uh, right now I'm, I'm halfway there. So I, follow I along, it. listeners. Follow along. <laughs> um, yeah, that's definitely one of their most popular ones. I'm obsessed with it. Um, also in the wrinkle department, so they actually have they have skincare lines. So their anti aging line is called Counter Time. They have a count, counter match for normal skin. They have counter start for sensitive. And if you have acne or oily prone skin, which I had, I had really bad acne. Um, growing up. And I did in high school, I was on birth control for it. And I did Accutane, which Mm. looking back, um, so they have their counter control line, which is really, really amazing for that. And I've heard amazing feedback from people saying it's the first thing that's worked for, for their acne. So, um, yeah, that's, that's amazing. And then their, their shampoo and conditioner, I Mm. love um, and then they have like body, they have everything, body lotions, they have, um, products for babies. So, um, like diaper creams and, um, <laughs> baby washes. And so Love that's, it. yeah. Love it. So I think taking it big picture here with the show, um, the reason I wanted to talk further about this is because I, I know you to be a authentic, legitimate person who really is living and breathing this stuff. And so am I now. I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan, and I think it's a great example of an area where we can educate ourselves further, look deeper than what's presented on the store shelves at the nearby uh, pharmacy chain store, and try to um, try to upgrade without any additional um, time or energy required. Like I'm going to talk to you probably on a future show about adding this to your exercise program or uh, you know spending some more time fasting or doing things where the person really has to get psyched and motivated. But this is simple you know, changing your consumer purchasing decisions to make a huge improvement in your health. Um, I believe you had um, the, uh, the, the estrogenic expert on your show, Dr. Anthony J or, or another one. Um, I just have, well, I, the reason I was talking about the soy is I just had Dr. Neil Bernard, but he has uh-huh. a very different opinion. Um, no, who was the estrogen? Person? Uh, he wrote a book called Estro Generation, Anthony oh, J. Um, 
And you might, was, we, we might've been talking about him offline. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was captivated by his very crisp message that, you know, these are the areas that we got to watch out for. Um, plastics touching your food and drink is highly estrogenic. That's mm-hmm. so easy to manage where you can go and buy the glass bottle. Instead, um, you don't microwave stuff that's in a plastic nasty bowl uh, because then the heat will further drive the plastic molecules into the food. And so just these little tips that don't require pain and suffering, and you can up your game dramatically. Uh, that was that was really uh, memorable to me. But one of them was, well, a few of them were the stuff that you wash your clothes in, put on your skin uh, and consume. And so those are kind of the the centerpiece that we really deserve to zero in on this stuff and, and make some changes and protect ourselves. And now it's reminding me of our friend, Dr. Paul Saladino's quote, where he said, you know, we're talking about going from level nine to level 10 or level six to level eight. And we really don't know what it's like to feel better because we have our own baselines and that's where we really deserve to be open-minded and do some experimenting with a crazy 30-day carnivore diet experiment because guess what maybe you'll feel better maybe you'll feel better if you can uh, you know e- even psychologically better to clean out your uh, your beauty game and put products in that don't have toxins in there and so that part you know bumping up to another level even when you don't have an extreme complaint right now. That's what I'm all about because I'm. There's there's no other way to live, in my opinion. You you can't you can't settle, right? I could not agree more. And like you said, there are there are so many little things that we can make adjustments for every single day. Like not grabbing the receipts if you don't need the receipt. Oh, oh, oh. and that the thermal paper that thermal oh. paper has toxic compounds in it. Um, so I I always feel bad. Yeah, I. I just, I never, I feel bad because I'll be at the self-checkout and then I, I always let the receipt print and I just walk away. Mm. <laughs> um, get a, get a plastic bag, pull the receipt out, throw it yeah. in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's everywhere. But, All right, yeah. Melanie, you, you, you killed it again. Thank you for enlightening this, this crew and having a great, great discussion. Tell us more about your latest and greatest. You launched this interesting product. How do we find you follow you? Let's hear it. Well, first of all, thank you for having me back, Brad. I said this in the beginning, but you're just, I just, you're just like one of the most fantastic, amazing human beings um, on the planet. And I mean that. Um, Thank you. But uh, so for listeners, I have two shows. I have the Intermittent Fasting Podcast and the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. That's the one that Brad was on. Um, Have a lot of get Brad and I have had a lot of similar guests between those shows. So if people like this show, they might like that show and vice versa. Um, I did recently launch a supplement line and it's for the same reason that we talked about all in this show. Oh, that's an industry with a lot of sketchy stuff, <laughs> the supplement industry. You, did, um, you, you talk about the research you did to, to find a clean product and it was like an ordeal, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, with what I've learned with the supplement industry, I honestly just want to make my own version of everything now that I'm that I'm currently taking. I want to make my own version because I just don't trust uh, a lot of the, the brands out there. But um, so avalonx.us is where you can get my serpeptase supplement. That's a proteolytic enzyme that does a lot of things. You take it in the fastest day and it, mm. um, it breaks down potentially problematic proteins in your body. So it helps things like allergies and inflammation where your body is reacting to proteins. It clears your sinuses, clears brain fog. 
Um, it's one of the supplements I, supplements I've been taking for the longest. And so that's why I wanted to make my own version for the first one. Um, but there are a lot of other ones coming soon. And then my main website is melanieavalon.com and I'm Melanie Avalon, all the places like Instagram and really just, oh, and then on Facebook, I have a few different groups. So if you search for Melanie Avalon and Facebook, I actually have a clean beauty and safe skincare group there as well. Ooh, what do they talk about? Just some, some back and forth from real people? Yeah, real people. We have about, I don't want to misquote it. Um, we have over a thousand members, but um, people share product reviews. It's not just Beauty Counter. It's all clean beauty and safe skincare. So people do, we do polls, people share their reviews. I do a giveaway every single week for with Beauty Counter stuff in there as well. So it's a fun place to be. Um, my main Facebook hub though is IF Biohackers. That's my main, my main group. So that's where I interact with people. If you want to talk to me. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Keep it busy. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Hey, this is going to be one of my favorite commercials because I get to introduce you to the delicious, nutritious, life-changing Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece. This is a mind-blowing nut butter blend that will soon ascend to your number one go-to snack, treat, or accoutrement for anything from dark chocolate, a cucumber celery smear, or mixed in with yogurt, oatmeal, cheesecake, or with a spoon right into your mouth, heading south. Let me, let me, let me tell you what I created in my kitchen through whirlwind experimentation and extreme sampling to my VIP product testing crew across the nation so far with 100% approval. In this beautiful jar, we have macadamia nuts, walnuts, cashews, the rare and precious coconut butter, coconut flakes, cacao nibs, real ancient sea salt, and organic MCT oil. Every single ingredient has been sourced to origin to be the very best we could find from around the world for the absolute highest purity and nutritional value. We run this product in small batches with a boutique family business in the Pacific Northwest, and everything is cold-pressed to preserve nutritional value. So if you like eating healthy, it's a dream come true for all those who are keto, primal, paleo, and vegan vegetarian too. I come in peace, my global healthy living friends. Masterpiece, that is. Try some now and it will change your life. I promise. If you don't like it, send it back to me. I'll eat it. You can order Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece on Amazon. Simple, simple. Or if you're bold, daring, and adventurous, buy three and get a bottle free at bradventures.com. Buy six and we'll send you eight. Christmas shopping early instead of late at bradventures.com. Check it out. Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece. Uh. Thank you for listening to the show. I love sharing the experience with you and greatly appreciate your support. Please email podcast at bradventures.com with feedback, suggestions, and questions for the Q&A shows. Subscribe to our email list at bradkearns.com for a weekly blast about the published episodes and a wonderful bi-monthly newsletter edition with informative articles and practical tips for all aspects of healthy living. You can also download several awesome free ebooks when you subscribe to the email list.
And if you could go to the trouble to leave a five or five star review with Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to the shows, that would be super incredibly awesome. It helps raise the profile of the BRAD podcast and attract new listeners. And did you know that you can share a show with a friend or loved one by just hitting a few buttons in your player and firing off a text message? My awesome podcast player called Overcast allows you to actually record a soundbite excerpt from the episode you're listening to and fire it off with a quick text message. Thank you so much for spreading the word. And remember, be rad.